0: WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon, Faith Talk Tampa online at Letstalkfaith.com, or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. This program
1: is pre-recorded. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. that's a good foundation.
2: As I was a parent, I said, Lord, help me with his word, help me with his word, because I want them to see it. So God says, Jomo, as, as long as they use their substance for good, it's all good. So God will use men and women in the Bible who had substance, but with their substance, they're willing to make a sacrifice.
1: We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin.
2: Today, we're we'll delving into part two of my series, Money Matters. Look at me say, neighbor, money matters. Look at that and say, neighbor, money matters. And I said, neighbor, take a deep breath. Don't get all emotional. We co- my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So we're going to get some what? Knowledge. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's all about. The more knowledge you have, the better decisions you can make. That's the key aspect. you got to get information. Amen. For those of you in the fast lane with me, God bless you. We are on day four. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. All right. Everyone repeat after me. I will master my money. Say it one more time. I will master God's money. You saw a little switch there. Mm. Money is dealt with the most, talked about the least, and it's often the most difficult area to talk about. It's often money is an external indicator of an internal spiritual condition. I repeat, money is an external indicator of an internal spiritual condition. They say, if you show me your checkbook, I can show you what's important to you. Uh, Money is just a medium of exchange. Money is not evil. Money is not bad or good. Money is just a tool that could be used. My goal of teaching you is so that you can be in position to move when God tells you to move. I say, my goal of teaching this is so you can be in position to move when God tells you to move. At the end of this sermon, you're going to see an incredible story of a person who was ready to move when God told him to move. And that's the whole goal, to be ready to move when God tells you to move. So here are some things that we have learned so far in our series. Number one, you can't serve two masters. This is Matthew 6, 24. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one or love the other, or you'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. Everyone say, I will master money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to get control over that. Number two, we have to master it. This was from Genesis chapter 4, where God spoke to Cain and says, you must master it. Uh, we could read, if you do well, okay, thank you, good, good. If you do well, believing what I say and doing what's acceptable, pleasing to me, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, but ignore my instructions, sin crosses your door. Its desire is for you to overpower you, but you must what? So if the Bible says you must master it, it means you have the capability to what? Yeah, you got to master it. All right, number three. Money is not the root of all evil. You you have to be careful to allow people to tell you what the Bible says, and you don't find out what the Bible says for yourself. Because a lot of people will tell you what the Bible says, but you don't read it for your... So therefore, you'll get bad information... And most people are destroyed because they have lack of Please go home after I teach you something and look for yourself. Please. Because I may not always be your pastor. That's why every Sunday you're going to see scripture on the screen. We're not going to debate. It is what it is. Number four, there's a difference between well done and done. If you ever go to a nice restaurant, Charlie Steakhouse, Hallelujah, Burns Steakhouse, Hallelujah, and you go to the dessert room, Jesus, and they'll ask you, "How do you like your steak?" Some say well done, some say medium. But here, yes, last week I taught you that God said, Jesus said, to the one who took one talent and made ten, He said, "Well done." And for the one who did five, he just said done. There's a difference between well done and done. You want to hear what?
1: Yeah, there's a difference.
2: Number five, we have an account in heaven. Isn't that amazing? Philippians 4.17 says this, not that I seek the gift, but I do seek the profit which increases to your heavenly account. The blessings that are accumulating for who? Do you understand this life you live is a temporary situation? Do you understand that you are working on a permanent position based on what you do right now? There's a direct correlation between our faith and how we handle money. Direct correlation. When it comes to money, we will either worship wealth or worship with our wealth. 1 Timothy chapter 6. This is God speaking to you to tell you it's all right to have money. Look at and neighbor. It's all good, man. You can have money. Yeah. Some people you try to demonize, say, listen, I took a vow of poverty. Well, that's your choice. I didn't take that. <laughs> I didn't take that. That wasn't my decision. Ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. Hallelujah. My daddy's house says the streets are gold. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. I didn't take a vow. Now, you might have, but nowhere in the Bible does it say take a vow of poverty. Yeah, be careful what people tell you. He says this, teach. What am I doing, y'all? Teach. Let's read together, church. Y'all ready? Teach those who are rich in this world. Stop. So I can be what? Look at him and say, neighbor, I don't know about you. But I, you know, a little extra. ain't going to hurt me. I don't know about you, but let God be the glory. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Teach those who are rich in this world not to be what? Not to trust in their, which is so, their trust should be what? who richly gives us all we need for our what? God has no problem with you having stuff. It's when stuff has you. As long as you have the power to control it, and it does not control you. I have learned that broke people are often bolder than people with money. I'm gonna say that real slow. I have learned that often broke folk are bolder than people with money. Have you ever been to the gas station in the hood, <laughs> and you just pump on your gas, you ain't bothering nobody, and you see a person come up to you, <laughs> "Hey man, hey man, <laughs> I'm trying to get to Atlanta." and all I need is a couple dollars, a couple gallons. Just a couple gallons. Nah, dog. Oh, okay. Hey, 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 man. I'm trying to get the line. All I need, about $5. No. Oh, okay. And they walk to every... And you, a believer, can't open your mouth And ask God what's next, what's more, and you so sheepish. I don't know. I don't know. You were fearfully and wonderfully made in God's image, and the Bible says you have not because you. That broke joker don't ask everybody on the corner. Hey man. Hey man. Can I hold something? <laughs> we were we were we were in Atlanta at a it wasn't a racetrack but I forgot the name of the gas station and Shami said why are all these people around the cars I said just sit in the car and be quiet woman <laughs> this is gas station entertainment they dropping off mixtapes come on come on <laughs> mixtapes at the gas station hey dog hey dog check the tape hey dog I said it's gonna be all right. Like, why, are, why is everyone walking around the car? Just breathe. Anybody, you good? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Some of y'all never been to a hood gas station. There's a lot of commerce going on. <laughs> hey, man, I got some speakers in the car. You want some speakers? You need some <laughs> It's like Best Buy and gas at the same time. Praise the Lord. All right, focus, Jomo. Back to verse 18. What it says? Tell them to use their money to do. So he says, I have no problem with you having money. As long as you know how to what? Use it. That's it. You ain't got me. be. Oh, oh, I don't know. I'm going to make it. That's the devil. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins senior pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. People often wonder if God still speaks and the answer is yes. The real question is, have we tuned in to listen? God has not changed and him wanting to communicate with us has not changed either. Just like He spoke with Adam, God wants to speak with you. Imagine God giving you insight on the direction you need to take in life. In my new book, to hear God. He still speaks. I'll give you the keys to hearing God's voice. Go to my website, jomocousins.com. Again, jomocousins.com and grab your copy. God bless.
1: Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6 30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code, one zero one eight zero four. Again, the access code is one zero one eight zero four. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, Please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the word.
2: Oh, oh, oh no. I'm going to make it. That's the devil. God, Jesus and in John 10, 10, I came to give you life and give you life more abundantly. They should be rich in what? Good works. So again, God has no problem with you having stuff. God, as long as you know how to use your stuff. He said they should be rich in, in good works. Generous to those in need. Always being ready to share with others. I was looking for $10 last week, uh, $1 bills. So Patrick was back there. I was like, where Patrick at? I said, where Patrick? I said, oh yeah, Alabama lost yesterday. Nah, I'm playing, I'm playing, Patrick. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> Stop it, Joe. That wasn't right. But that, right. that, right. that wasn't right. That wasn't right. That wasn't right. That wasn't right. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me. Ah, Jesus. <laughs> Those in need. Always being ready to get. So Patrick, I said, I said, Patrick, I ain't got no ones on me. I ain't got no ones. I'm trying to do this prop, I ain't got no ones. So Patrick came out and said, I keep ones on me. So then Chief had a joke. He said, Wow, well, you got all them ones. I said, no, no, don't stop being, being a joke right now. We ain't so, so, so so Patrick said, no, I keep ones because see when I'm on, when I'm on the street, I always want to have something that I can give. I said, okay. He says, because I'm always ready. Because if I get the prompt, I don't want to be going. Through. You know, sometimes you be taking. Wait a second. <laughs> he said, I, don't, I always keep it with me because if I feel led, I can just move and not think. Amen. I said, oh, got it. He said, being ready. Yes. By doing this, by doing this, they are storing up their treasure. As a good foundation for their future. Wow. So, as I was preparing, I said, Lord, help me with his word. Help me with his word. Because I want them to see it. So, God says, Jomo, as, as long as they use their substance for good, it's all good. So God would use men and women in the Bible who had substance, but with their substance, they're willing to make a sacrifice. Okay, let's talk about Abraham, okay? The Bible calls Abraham the father of faith. This is a bad dude, okay, in reference to faith, okay? He's a big deal. So in Genesis 13, look what the Bible says about this brother named Abraham who God trusted. Let's read what it says about Abraham. And Abraham was very what? It didn't say rich. They said what? In cattle, in silver, in gold. Someone said, well, pastor, cattle can't be rich. I said, in that time, I said, well, let's not deal with the cattle. Let's talk about gold and silver. Gold and silver still mean you are it. If you have a lot of gold and silver, you still what? He said it was what, y'all? So God had no problem with him having stuff. Mm-hmm. Now... Here's here's the big test. In Genesis Genesis 22, he says, now, you have all this stuff, Abraham. I want want your son as a sacrifice. Oh, Lord. Remember this for the rest of your life. Remember this. God will never ask you for what you don't have. I'm going to say it again. God will never ask you for what you don't have. Whenever God asks you for something, you already what? So he says, he says I want you to give me Abraham, uh, Isaac, as, your, as, as an offering. You have to read Genesis chapter 2 in your own time. Towards the bottom, Abraham reached for a knife to kill his son. Now, to be clear, God never wanted his son. God wanted his heart. He says, but an angel called him and says, Abraham, Abraham. He says, here I am. He says, don't lay a hand on on your child. And the Bible says, for now I know. What? You didn't know before, Lord? No, no. God will test you with what you love. Now
1: I know
2: that you love me and you reverence me. I never wanted your son. I wanted your heart. And God will try you to see where your heart is, just like y'all do. Amen. Y'all know y'all be trying people's heart. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. My wife and I, we were at this restaurant. I think it was Chipotle's. And uh, this lady was behind, in front of us, and she got to the register, and she didn't have the money. Now, Charmaine is a serial purchaser of people's food. I said, woman... She didn't ask you for that. Well, I just want to get out of here. I just want her to get out of the way. That's that fasting spirit. When you hungry, fasting spirit. Just let me pay for your food so you get out of my way. I'm hungry. And the girl told Charmaine, stop. So Charmaine said, oh, my bad. And then the guy went like this. The guy went like this. <laughs> he said, he said, I'm going to have to go to the car. She said, yeah, yeah, go to the car. So then when the guy went outside the store, the girl talked to Charmaine and said, no, I want to see if he can pay for something. She said, I got money, but I just want to see what he going to do. So she went to the store on purpose to see if he going to step up. He just got tested. And she was trying to test him to see if he was the one. Hallelujah. All right, next test, next test, next test. Abraham, no, it's Isaac. Now, this is his son. The Bible says in in Genesis 26, when Isaac, if you go to the top of Genesis 26, the Bible says there was a famine in the land. It says right here, when Isaac planted crops in that year, he'd harvested 100 times more grain than he planted, for the Lord blessed him. He became what? And his wealth continued to grow. So if God had a problem with money, why would the patriarchs Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob all be? Because God could have broke folk if he wanted to use them. And I'm saying, not saying he cannot use. I'm just saying you cannot demonize it. Just because you have is not a negative thing. Amen. Got it? Number three, Jacob. Look at the Bible says in Jacob in Genesis 28:20, 20. then Jacob made a vow, a promise saying, if God will be with me, keep me on my journey, give me food to eat, clothing to wear. He says, I will return to my father's house. He says, and God will be my God. He says, I will give a, he says, says I'll give a tenth of what I have. Now, this is before Malachi where he makes a decision. He says, this stone will I set up as a pillar. Uh, will be a sacrifice, a sacred place to me. And everything that you give me, I will give a tenth to you as an offering to signify my gratitude and my dependence upon
1: you. Amen.
2: Wow. Look what it says in uh, Genesis 34 3. As a result, as a result, as a byproduct, what does the Bible say? He became what? All right, next one, next one, next one, next one, next one. Job. Now, I'm just giving you the Bible, so don't get mad at me, okay? Just the Bible. Just the Bible. He owned 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 teams of oxen, 500 female donkeys. He had many servants. He was, in fact, the what? God can use anybody. Now, here's what he did, though. Job's sons would be preparing for a feast at their homes. And they would also invite the three sisters to celebrate. When these celebrations ended, sometimes Job, for several days, Job would purify his children. Look what he would do. He would get up early in the morning and offer a sacrifice to cover his kids. To whom much is given, much is required. As long as you can move when he tell you to move, he got no problem giving it to you. He stops giving it to you when you can't move, when he tells you to move. You have leveled up. You have tapped your level, meaning God will ask you to do things to see if you still do it. And if you don't do it, he said, he cool with that because you just showed me your level. I'm going to say it again. God will keep asking you to see how high you want to go. And he can take you to any level you want to go. If you don't put a limit on God, God will put a good limit on you. But all of us have certain levels or thresholds that we say, you know what, I'm good here. (laughs) We good. But God, the Bible says we go from faith to faith and glory to, there's levels. Okay, let's go to Solomon. The Bible says in Chronicles, 2 Chronicles 9, King Solomon surpassed all the kings of the earth with wealth and wisdom. Now, if you don't know, Proverbs were written by Solomon, by Ecclesiastes were about the Bible calls him the wisest man in the world, ever, 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 ever. ever.